Volcano Watch. This is a semi-weekly podcast to update you on the volcanic activity of the week. I'm one of your hosts, Corinne Jorgensen. And I'm Monica, replacing Alessandra this week. We're PhD students and we both study volcanoes and we're here to give you all the hot volcano news. This week is a little bit crazy for um, Alessandro and I, so we're just doing the news today. Uh, so sorry for a short episode, but hopefully Monica, properly pronouncing the names of the South American volcanoes, will make it up to you. Okay, so we'll start with Kamchatka, where Klaiuchescoi had uh, some new activity, which we haven't seen since March of last year. On November 20th, there was Strombolian activity, and an ash plume was visible at the summit vent along with fumarolic activity. At Shivalur, uh, the active lava dome continues to grow, and there were many ash plumes going up to a maximum high of 5.2 kilometers. On November 10th, there was also an increase in avalanches and pyroclastic flows, as reported by VolcanoDiscovery.com from a local correspondent. Okay, moving to Asia, in Japan, Sakurajima in the Aria caldera, there was a bigger-than-usual eruption on November 22nd. At 1.30 local time, there was a 2.4-kilometer plume accompanied by lava bombs, which were flying to a maximum of 900 meters from the crater. In Indonesia, at Merapi, the eruption continues at high levels. The two lava dome on the southeast and southwest flanks continue to grow. The estimate volumes are 1.6 million uh, cubic meters and 2.8 million cubic meters, respectively. The domes continues to generate small rockfalls and avalanches. At Samiro in Indonesia, the activity has been quite intense with volcanic eruptions every 15 to 30 minutes. These are coming from the Jaringing Saloko crater. Also in Indonesia, at Dukono in Halmahera, there was a big eruption on November 14th with a plume going up to 10.7 kilometers in height. The alert level remains at 2 and there's a 2 kilometer exclusion zone in place. And in New Zealand, the seismic swarm of Taupo continues. There is presently around 10 to 12 earthquakes per week. However, this week it's increased to more than 20 per week. Quakes are at depth between 4 to 13 kilometers deep. Highest magnitude is 3.6, round uplift of 60 uh, plus minus 20 millimeters per year. Alert level still remains at 1. In the rest of Asia, we saw activity from Ibeko in the Paramashir Islands, Manam in Papua New Guinea, and Ibu in Indonesia. Okay, now for the Americas. Starting in the north and in Alaska at Pavlov, the effusive eruption continues on the eastern flag. There are also several small ash plumes. At Takawanga in the Tanangan Islands um, in Alaska, the Alaskan Volcano Observatory reports a small earthquake swarm earlier this week located at shallow depths, so that's like three to six kilometers. And these earthquakes had a magnitude from two to three. The earthquakes are probably a magma intrusion and magma migrating underneath the surface. Ahi is a seamount in the Marianas Island, which is technically part of the USA. There are reports of acoustic underwater signals that might be underwater explosions from volcanic eruptions reported by the USGS and Japan. These signals first appeared in mid-October and IE last erupted in 2014. 
Chips are asked to avoid this area in case of a more violent eruption. Okay, Monica, now it's time for everyone's favorite part of the podcast. Well, I actually have no idea if it's anyone likes this part or not, because nobody tells us these things, but it's my favorite part. I like this part. It's time for the tallest plume of the America competition. So, Monica, you have to guess out of the, like the Americas, and obviously we like already covered the USA because they always have small plumes. So really, it's just the South and Central Americas. Who had the tallest plume? What do you think? Oh my gosh, I have absolutely no idea. I don't know, just to say uh, fuego. Uh, okay, okay. Nice. Okay, so that's it. incorrect. It's um, <laughs> my girl, Savankaya, oh, with an 8.2-kilometer plume on November 20th. Um yeah, so to be honest, Savankaya often wins. She's like normal winning, and to be honest, it's a bit of an upset when she doesn't win. But she doesn't always win. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes someone else prevails. Um, Monica, I'm gonna ask you to read the the list of the runners up uh, because you'll say them with a nicer accent than I will. <laughs> okay, I'll try. Um, the runners up include Popocatépetl, <laughs> Mexico, Nevado del Ruiz, Colombia, and Sangay in Ecuador. Uh, all with a seven kilometers plume. Honorable mentions also go to Fuego, Reventador, and San Miguel. I wish I could say Reventador the way you say it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. At San Miguel in El Salvador on November 17, there was an eruption, which is the first since February of 2021. At 9.30 and 17.18 local time, there were eruptions with plumes up to 5.8 kilometers and near continuous degassing. At Santiguito in Guatemala, there's been incandescence observed at the lava dome uh, complex and the lava flows have continued. At Copahue, Chile, Argentina, a new eruption started at on November 16. The eruptive activity, as reported by Sehemar includes ash plumes up to 300 meters. This ash has actually disrupted the local airport. This week, however, the eruptive activity has decreased. So hopefully there is minimal ash disruption for the locals. Okay, so lastly, at Villarica in Chile, on November 12th, the Strombolian activity was reported to be continuing, pulsating fountains shooting from the vent. Anyways, that's it for this week. Thanks to our sources, VolcanoDiscovery.com and the Smithsonian Global Volcanism Program. And of course, thank you to Monica for being Mm. our guest host this week. It was lovely to have you. Mm, Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks. Uh, and thanks to you guys so much for listening and we'll see you in two weeks. See you. Bye-bye. I wish I could say, remember the way you say it. <laughs> okay, okay.